Welcome to Miss Education of Mom Soul Care Podcast. I'm your host, Mohawk Mama. I am privileged and delighted to invite you to a hospitable place where we look at our nurturing and our rest from an eternal perspective. We nurture and rest because of Christ. And we're not just nurturing biological children, we're nurturing others into the love of Jesus. Our rest is a rest from the inside out. I want to welcome you to our second season of Miseducation of Mom. You know, this Soul Care podcast is for women who do not necessarily fit the typical, uh, conventional motherhood um, box. It's really about women who nurture. And one of the things that I like about approaching it that way is that as nurturers, we all get to express that in the uniqueness that we've been given in our own context by God. So welcome, because like I said earlier in the introduction, it's not about biological children only. There are so many that he gives us to nurture. And one of the things that this Soul Care podcast emphasizes is the nurturing of one's self. And so that's what we're here to do. Now, a few things. The song at the opening, Man of Sorrows, that's by Ellie Holcomb. Um, Check her out on Spotify or SoundCloud or iTunes, wherever it is that you listen to your music. And for those who still go out and buy CDs, Ellie Holcomb, her music is absolutely just fascinating. Um, So check her out. One of the things that you may have already um, been privy of if you're returning from season one is that we have a guide that helps to navigate us through our, our holy days as we are looking to engage in Lectio Divina. So if you're interested in downloading the guide, just go to MohawkMamaStudio.com. And on the home page, you'll see uh, the front cover of the guide, and it has Lent and Purim and all of the spring holy days on the front of it. And you just enter into that page, and it'll navigate you where you need to go to download it. If you're not interested in downloading it, and you just want to come and anchor yourself to sit and breathe and listen and pray, then that's fine, too. And on that note, I want to turn our attention to the guide if you do have it. Otherwise, what we'll do is we'll turn our attention to the passage that I've pre-selected for our our time of Lent, which covers 40 days. And then thereafter, we still have 
couple more days before Passover or the Feast of Unleavened Bread ends. And that's part of the spring holy days that we will be looking at. And so this one passage in Luke 22, verses 19 and 20, have been most fitting for what all encompasses in these holy days. And so we will mull over this these two verses over and over again throughout this season. And we'll look at it from different angles. And we will allow our hearts to be opened up to allow any blockage that's in our life to be unobstructed by the one who loves us and who is gracious and benevolent. And we'll ask him to open the gateways of his love to us in ways that it penetrates in those deep places, those reservoirs. It is not often that you can decelerate from 80 to zero in a moment's notice. And so you may still be trying to rest. You may still be trying to collect yourself. And so I'm going to give you just that moment to do it. And you'll take a deep breath and imagine that you're breathing in the oxygen-rich love of Abba himself. And then in the exhale, imagine that you are ridding yourself of the carbon dioxide of burdens and cares of this world. Move towards trust in these deep breaths. Take them slowly to decelerate. Mutually agree with yourself that this is a good place to pause, to savor, and to be accompanied. So I will read and I will take us through the rhythms of Lectio Divina. And there is more information on Lectio Divina because I won't go into those things at this point. But if you just go on the website and you click on that very same button that leads you to the guide, it'll also lead you to the link for understanding Lectio Divina. Or if you are familiar with it, just a, a refresher course if you need. Let's get started. We're going to turn to the text where you can listen, but slowly and gently, unhurriedly. Luke 22, verses 19 and 20. We will only read a portion of 19. Then he took a loaf of bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them. Again, I will read. And this second time, I want you to begin to take a word or phrase or a sequence that you may actually notice and take it into yourself. Notice it. Meditate on it. And what we're meaning by meditate is just mulling it over. 
continuing to focus and fixation on the word or phrase. Then he took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them. What word or phrase is resonating deeply? What do you see? What do you notice? Is there some type of awareness that it's bringing to you in this moment that wasn't there before? Is it a noun? Is it a verb that was in the passage? Let it linger with you and continue to take deep breaths in as you take in his truth, as you take in his grace. Just thinking on it alone gives such a renewal. Now we're going to allow ourselves to fluidly move into the rhythms. You know, we began by listening and reading the text and we moved into the meditation of it. And you can go back and forth. You don't, it's not static, it's fluid. So even though we're going to begin to speak to God, we're going to speak to the one that knows us deeply. You can always, in Lectio Divina, go back to meditating on the Word. You can go back to rereading. It's a moving, living conversation. Engaging. It's living. Now, Whatever is rising up within you, you speak that to God. Jesus calls you his friend. You have discourse with your friend. Even if it has nothing to do with this passage that we've read, maybe what came to your mind was that when you were meditating on the fact that he took a loaf, that it reminded you that you needed to get grocery or you needed to get an ingredient for a recipe. It's okay. That matters to you. It matters to him. Offer that up. He already knows that you may have gotten detoured in your thinking. Make him a part of bringing you back to the center. It becomes a gateway. It becomes a conversation of grace, not a place where condemnation is welcomed. And so, as you speak to him, this is not what you ought to say, but it's what's going on and stirring in your heart. He's listening. He's very attentive. And in this, what we want to now do is conclude in resting in his embrace. Rest 
in his embrace in such a way that you realize you're no longer estranged. You're earnestly attached. He is life-giving and you are a life-receiver. You are connected to him, deeply connected to his affection for you. Yes, you are an earthen vessel prone to breakage. We all are. But our fragility is what makes us human. He's very acquainted with our humanity. Now, two things. One, I noticed a sequence, and I want you to take this sequence into yourself and just into your thinking. It's very fascinating. And so as we begin to allow ourselves to re-enter into spaces where we're not necessarily sitting and having a devotion, we want to let these things linger with us. And the sequence is that we saw that Jesus took a loaf. He then gave thanks. He then broke it. And then he gave it to them, his disciples and others. And I want you to look at that sequence very closely, the action that Jesus took on the matter at hand with his disciples who were in need and with the people who were in need. He took something that was going to give sustenance to others. And he then immediately gave thanks for it. And then he began to break it so that it would be multiplied amongst them. It was about sharing and fellowship. And so before he even gave it to them, he was showing them that whatever you take, you give thanks for. And whatever you are giving thanks for, you will need to break it. Because it is not about hoarding. It is not about the self. It's about solidarity. It's about giving to others, you partaking with others. So, think on that. And then lastly, how has your past week shaped your reading and listening to this passage? How will this passage shape your perspective this coming week? As we constantly go about the days and the months and the years, let us be reminded that we have an incessant invitation from Jesus to come. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's a promise. And let's lean into that. Let's lean deeply into that because it is our inheritance. I'm so glad you joined me. And I look forward to you coming back and sharing with others. So, 
until we actually join again in deep breaths. Shalom. Hey there, mamas. Around these parts, we invite and we encourage you to engage in the necessity of Sabbath rhythms. And these Sabbath rhythms are tied into your your calendar. And so they are daily diversions, weekly withdrawals, monthly moments, and annual abandonments. So to learn more about Sabbath rhythms and to join the Miseducation of Moth community, visit mohawkmamastudio.com slash miseducationofmom. You'll automatically receive the Sabbath rhythms updates and exclusives. And you'll just continue to stay um, abreast of the things that are happening with Mohawk Mama Studio encouraging you to work from a place of rest and to savor life and the life of Christ from a place of rest.